and welcome to Water Matters, a podcast from Euro, where we answer your big water questions. Where does it come from? Where does it go to? And what happens to it in between? I'm your host, Caroline, and today I'm with my colleague Bertrand Vallée, trained civil engineer who has a PhD in water treatment. Bertrand has been working with Euro for the past six years, where he's a policy officer. So Bertrand, welcome. Hello, Caroline. Thanks for having me. So Bertrand, let's get straight into it. Can you tell us what is wastewater exactly? So basically, there are three sources of uh, wastewater. The first one is, of course, the one that comes from our homes and workplaces. So that goes down to the drains through the sinks and shower or when we flush toilets. Uh, the second source uh, can come from industries, uh, which is mixing uh, the, the industrial wastewater to the domestic one uh, in the sewer. And this, is, this needs um, a contract with the, the, the water operators, but this is possible and it's not everywhere. And finally, we have the, um, the water that comes from our streets when it rains, the, the water that enters the drain. Then the, the wastewater is transported away from cities by a network of underground pipes and pumps. This is the sewer networks. And this is done mainly to avoid disease. And finally, the wastewater arrives at the, at the wastewater treatment plants where we, we can remove uh, through treatment the harmful substances uh, before it is returned to the environment. Very interesting. So what exactly ends up in our wastewater? Well, anything we put down our sinks and toilets and even uh, what we throw in the streets. This is why it's really important to only flush your pee poop in the toilet paper and to dispose all the rest uh, in uh, like uh, wet wipes and grease and cigarette butts in the bin. Uh, because when these enter the, the wastewater network, they can cause uh, blockages for the big ones and uh, eventually end up in the river uh, because the wastewater treatment plant is not designed to remove uh, all of them. These big items uh, are the, the, the big things, but we also have uh, smaller ones like the organic pollution that comes from uh, your pee and poop and that, that can consume oxygen if it, it reaches the river and then the oxygen is not available for fish anymore and it can also promote the, the growth of uh, algae. This is important to remove them. And we finally have the very, very small ones, the micropollutants like microplastics and chemicals like hormones. Uh, when you look at all this, uh, we used to say that the, the untreated wastewater is kind of a fingerprint of our modern society because it, it reflects really what we consume. Okay, and so once this wastewater gets to the treatment plant, what happens to it? Um, so when when it arrives, uh, there are there are first steps that is removing the big items. So you have a screen, you screen the the wastewater, and then you have uh, uh, biological treatment that uh, removes solids in the dissolved organic matter and the nutrients. After this, you can separate the water from the microorganisms and the water can go to the rivers, uh, except if you want to reuse it, so then you can have uh, further treatment. And um, so the, the solid leftover, uh, we call it this sludge uh, that is composed of the microorganism, can be processed. And then uh, this sludge 
full of organic matter can produce energy. And we can also use it as uh, organic fertilizer or soil improver if it's of sufficient quality. And alternatively, uh, if it's not of sufficient quality, then we can uh, extract also the nutrients and reuse them in the production of uh, mineral fertilizers. So everything gets used and recycled. Like That sounds really good for the environment. Well, yes and no. It depends, uh, of course, uh, what uh, what goes into the sludge, and uh, this makes a, a, a huge impact uh, on how you can uh, you can reuse it. For example, if you have uh, microplastics or micropollutants at uh, high concentration, then uh, the, there is a risk that you cannot you cannot uh, use the sludge anymore. So this is why it's it's very important to only flush pee poop and toilet paper and to dispose of the other wastes properly in the bin, like we, we said before. Because if, if there is too many pollutants in the sludge, uh, it cannot be reused. And it's, it's not only for the sludge. Uh, don't forget that these pollutants can, can reach the environment and potentially enter in our drinking water sources too. So everything is connected in that sense. So what you're saying is the less we put into our sewers, the more we can get out of them. Yes, consumer and uh, and water services users like you and me, uh, we have a, a very powerful role to play uh, in uh, improving our environment. The fewer pollutants in the wastewater, the more wastewater operators can do with the sludge, and the better this is for the for the environment. So the the message is reducing the amount of pollutant that you can end up in the in the water cycle benefit to everyone. We can make conscious uh, choices by disposing our waste correctly. That benefits everyone. It also helps to keep the water services affordable because uh, getting and keeping our water clean uh, is, is costly. It costs a lot of money. And the more you treat, the more energy you need. And these costs are reflected in our water bills. Okay, that that's very clear, and it's it's good to know that everything is connected. Like it, it truly is a, a very circular process, and so the water that comes from my home goes into a sewer in the street or under the street, and this mixes together with rainwater, and all of this goes to the wastewater treatment plant. Is is that right? Well, not not exactly. There are two types of sewers. So some are collecting both the domestic wastewater and the rainwater. These are the the combined sewers. Another type of, of uh, sewer that is collecting the domestic wastewater in one pipe and the rainwater on another pipe. And these are the separate sewers. So when you have separate sewers, you have one pipe that goes to the wastewater treatment plant and the other that goes directly to the environment. Ah, so does my rainwater get treated in the same way as domestic or industrial water if it's in a combined sewer? Well, when it rains, uh, the rainwater collects uh, the street debris, such as leaves and rubbish. Unfortunately, we also see now that uh, you can find uh, face masks, and, uh, dog faces, uh, cigarette butts, tire particles, car oil, all of this uh, end up in the, in, in, in the rainwater. And this goes uh, into the drain and enters the sewer network. So... If there is just a small amount of rain, uh, like showers, um, the, the, the water entering the combined sewer will end up in the waste of the treatment plant, and most of the debris will be treated, but not all will be removed. 
However, for separate sewer, it goes directly to the river. Oh, that, that doesn't sound very good. So that means that all of the rubbish and the dirt that the rain um, collects in the streets along the way ends up in our rivers. For for some separate sewers, uh, you, you have some equipment at the end of the sewer, so you have grids or that remove the big one, but again, not everything. And if you don't have it, then uh, everything goes to the, to the river directly. For combined sewer, when there is a storm and, and you have a lot of rain and the, the sewer system is full, they are, they are uh, designed to spill out uh, untreated wastewater at, at certain specific points into the environment. So this is done to avoid flooding upstream, so to, to have the water that goes back to your homes. So it's it's very important to have this, <laughs> but of course the 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 water is is not clean. However, generally we we catch um, what we call the first flush. So the first flush is the 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 first water that have cleaned the water the the streets, and then this one goes to the to the wastewater treatment plant. So the the one that is overflowed is is diluted and it's less harmful for the environment, but you still have pollutant that goes to the environment. Okay. This is not very good for the environment, of course, and and we know this water is not clean. But this was the way we built uh, sewers uh, in the past, and now we are currently design and upgrade our sewers to avoid them spilling out too frequently, and to re- retain the maximum of pollution possible before it reaches the the environment. Bertrand, I'm guessing that designing and building sewers takes a long time, though, and involves a lot of planning and processing, and it's now September, so we're moving into autumn um, with a lot more storms and, and rain and I'm guessing with climate change as well. Like, aren't we going to be getting more storms and so more overflows? So, yeah, yeah. This, with, uh, with climate change, um, you know, we, we will have more big storms events, uh, more frequent, more intense. Um, so it's, a, it's, it's quite a complex question to solve uh, and we have to to adapt um, our sewers uh, it's also related to urban planning so when you you have you you have a, a city that built lots of impervious areas or lots of uh, parking lots for example or something like that that you have more water entering the sewer so we need really to coordinate with urban planning and to infiltrate a maximum of water of rainwater before it reaches the sewers. Okay, and so how are water operators dealing with this? Like, um, have we seen a lot of improvements? Well, um, with with regards to uh, uh, wastewater treatment, uh, in the last thirty years, we we had the effect of the, the some some keystone piece of EU legislation, such as the Urban Wastewater Treatment Directive. And thanks to this directive, we built a lot of uh, wastewater treatment plants, which have led to uh, vast improvements of water quality in our rivers and lakes. This directive is currently under revision to meet new challenges, such as uh, new contaminants and, uh, and pollutants. We are also lo- looking to uh, a greener future with uh, the EU Green Deal and the Zero Pollution Ambition. We understand better now how our infrastructure is working. So, as Euro, we, we favor preventing measures uh, and control at source, so to avoid the pollutants to uh, ending up in, the, in, in our environment. 
And this starts with a strong chemical legislation. So we, we, we certainly want to avoid uh, using harmful substances for the production of, of products we are using. And uh, if we avoid this, then they are not ending up in the sewers. But when this is not possible, so uh, for, for certain chemicals is not possible, we can, we can of course upgrade some wastewater treatment plants to better cope with, the, with additional pollutants. But we, we have to remember that this, this costs a lot of money and uh, ultimately it, it ends up in the, in the consumer water bills. So how come consumers are paying for all of this? Like, shouldn't it be the producers who are making the, the pollutants pay for the increase in the treatment costs? It, it's, it's a bit of a question of philosophy. I call it the base principle, but um, the, this cost should be covered by the polluters themselves. And, and we see a lot of potential in applying the extension produce, producer responsibility, which address the, the right cost to the right polluter through the, the responsibility of the producer that, that contributes to, to the, the upgrade of the wastewater treatment plant. And it, it keeps water services affordable for all also. So it, it has been successfully applied to waste management for recycling. And uh, in your role, we believe it can be transferred to, uh, to water management as well. Control at source, which ultimately prevents harmful products entering the market, is, uh, is important because, uh, as we said earlier, if we manage to do this for the wastewater sector, the quality of the sludge will improve and uh, we will be able to recover even more resources from, from them and better implement the circular economy. But I, I hear that there's another side to wastewater, like that it could be used as a source of information. Can you elaborate on this? Some research institutes started to look at, uh, to monitor the wastewater in order to look for the, the SARS-CoV-2, so the, the, the virus responsible for, for the COVID-19 pandemic. They looked at, at wastewater and to, to monitor this. The, the wastewater monitoring proved to, to allow to detect the virus spreading in the population at an earlier stage than the, than the population testing. So now, now it's start to be confirmed in, in, in several places in Europe. And we have some more investigation to do, of course, and, and there is a, a big plan uh, financed by member states and the European Commission also to, to investigate on this. It's a very promising and some countries already started to integrate this in their monitoring systems. So you see wastewater is, is, is very, very, is a very interesting matter. Like we collect it to avoid disease, we treat it to protect the environment and from the, the treatment, we can recover resources and reuse the, the treated wastewater and the sludge. So we just need to have the right legislative framework uh, to be able to optimize all this and to invest correctly for the future generations. Wow, first of all, that's really interesting. Thank you so much. I, I didn't realize that there was so much to, to wastewater. Really, there's a, a lot there, a lot to take in. And it's interesting to see that everything is connected. Like all of this is, is leading into a greener future, hopefully, and as part of the EU Green Deal and zero pollution. It should make for an interesting couple of years, um, at least. Thank you. And thank you for listening. You're welcome. You can follow us on Twitter at Euro and ask us your water questions there. That's at E-U-R-E-A-U or visit our website at euro.org. And next time we'll continue looking at wastewater and taking a closer look at sludge and how this is treated and reused to benefit all of us.
Until then, goodbye.